Sports Talk Chicago. Deborah Johns of John Beto's directing and producing. What a great interview uh, with Mark Potash in segments one and two. If you're just hopping into today's program, really encourage you to podcast it at sportstalkchicago.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Mark Potash, he is the Bears beat writer at the Chicago Sun-Times, and he is a great questioner. He does a really good job at asking the tough questions and demanding tough answers, even when people don't really want to give them. Uh, Mark was great in terms of discussing the Caleb Williams and Justin Fields debates and Baseball Hall of Fame stuff, which is always fun to talk about if you're somebody like me. Uh, it was a really great interview. I certainly appreciate his time. And again, make sure you go back and podcast it. You can also watch on YouTube at Sports Talk Chicago and find the entire interview, the entire live stream of today's show right there at your fingertips. Go to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, and Hit the like button. You can find it all right there. We appreciate you tuning in on all of our great affiliates, 98.3 The Life, WKN, 105.5 The Ticket, ACTV, JTV, WJOB, and Cities 92.9 Talk FM. Last segment of today's program, Justin Fields and Caleb Williams. And this is an article that I've been waiting to discuss. I discovered this a couple of days before we recorded. I figured, okay, no big news breaks. This is something we have to talk about. Now, the title of the article I love, Applying Logic to the Bears QB Dilemma. You know, a lot of people out there, unfortunately, don't have logic when it comes to this situation. They have feelings. They beat their chest for a certain person because they love them. And that's okay, as long as you admit your biases in the beginning and say, hey, look, I'm a Fields fan. I'm not actually providing legitimate analysis, right? If you're a fan and you come out and say it, I got no issue with that. But if you're going to sit here and provide me a legitimate analysis and tell me, hey, here's why the Bears should keep Fields, here's why he is better than Caleb Williams, or here's why he will lead the Bears to a Super Bowl, then I'm going to have to stop you right there. Because some 10-29 and 29 quarterback who's done absolutely nothing in the NFL is not going to convince me that the fourth year is finally going to be the year. You know what's really funny, too? On a separate note, I mentioned this to Mark during the interview. Luke Getzey's getting interviews all across the NFL. Not joking. He's had two with New England, two with the Raiders. He has one with the Saints coming up this week. So clearly, the rest of the National Football League thinks he's an asset. Pretty funny. Yeah, it's only here in Chicago, inside this vacuum, inside this bubble of media and fans and people getting overly passionate about something that they don't really understand. It's only here that we got people actually saying, Luke gets he's the problem, fire him, he's horrible, I hate him. Everywhere else around the league, he's getting interviews, he's getting opportunities, he's respected, yet it's only here that he gets run out of town and just doesn't work out. Now, am I going to say that Luke Getze is an amazing offensive coordinator? No, I'm not. Last year was partially his fault, but clearly he was not working with a suitable quarterback either. All I'm saying and the fact that he's getting interviews with three other teams, potentially even more, goes to show a lot about his perception around the around the league, around football. He is a respected offensive mind, whether you like it or not, whether Bears fans like it or not, he is respected. He's legit. And if you're getting interviews with New England and the Raiders and the Saints, he's legit. Sorry, if you don't like it, then too bad. It's true. Now go talk to those other teams and tell them why they shouldn't hire him. Because I guarantee you this, one of those three teams will hire Luke Etsy. And I'm not going to sit here and freak out when they do. In fact, I'll say, yep, makes sense because he's a respected offensive mind. It didn't work out here, but look who he was paired with. 
Look at his quarterback. It's both of them. It's both of them. That's why it didn't work. It's not only Luke Getze. And oh, what a horrible situation Fields was put into. Nope. Because Luke Getze is respected around the league as evidenced by all the interest and all the interviews he's getting. It's not just one here or there, a blip on the radar. He's had three teams interview him about offensive coordinator positions. Not passing game coordinator, not quarterbacks coach. Legit offensive coordinator play calling situations, which goes to show that these three other teams and potentially more respected him as a play caller. See, when you apply logic to the situation, you clearly realize something's not right compared to what Bears fans are telling you. He's a horrible play caller. He screwed Justin Fields. He sucks. Well, then why are three other teams wanted to hire him for his play calling abilities? (laughs) Why is that even happening? If he was such a bad play caller, Why is he not going to become a QB coach again or a passing game coordinator or some wide receivers coach, something else besides offensive coordinator calling plays for three distinct and one of them especially valued franchises in the Patriots? I know the Patriots had a bad year, but nevertheless, they have hired Jared Mayo. That's going to be their new head coach. They promote it from within. I don't think the Patriots are going to be horrible next year if they figure out their quarterback situation. So I want to cool the talk and cool the yelling and the crying about Luke Getty because it makes no sense. It makes no sense. My goodness. So anyway, here's this article here talking about um, logic to the Caleb Williams and uh, Justin Fields situation. In this article, there's a tweet. I'm a Bears fan. I'm also a fan of the players around the league. I will root for whoever the QB of the Bears is in 2024. I will also root for Justin Fields to have a successful career no matter what team he's on. We can have civil discussions without having civil war. You know, I really like that sentiment. And I think that's the way that it needs to be approached moving forward. There's an admission that he is not the guy. There's a hope that he'll be the guy somewhere else. At the same time, there's an admission and a hope that Caleb Williams will be the guy here. It's that simple. That's the way you have to look at it. That's the most logical thing that I've seen in terms of evaluating this entire situation. That's the way you got to do it. The Bears had a 4-3 and three record in Fields' final seven starts with two defeats best categorized as, as, quote, totally blown victories. Totally blown victories. His yards per pass dipped to 6.9. He never threw more than one touchdown pass in a game after returning from his thumb injury. Justin Fields has improved. He has not improved enough. Yeah. The Bears went 1-3 and three in field starts against playoff teams and 0-5 in road starts against playoff teams the entire season when he started. Not to mention his league-worst quarterback rating, passer rating in the fourth quarter. How do you justify this? That's my question. I'm not trying to be, really not trying to be even uh, argumentative. I'm genuinely asking, could somebody explain to me how you justify those numbers? How do you justify going four and three in your final seven games, one and three in starts against playoff teams, oh and five in road starts against playoff teams? How do you justify that? How do you justify 6.9 yards per pass? Well, it's Luke Getze. Okay, how many times did Justin Fields run when he should have thrown? How many times did he take sacks when he shouldn't have taken them? How many times did he turn the ball over in key situations? You can't just blame Luke Getze. And the league is in blaming Luke Getze. They're, they're giving him opportunities. They're giving him interviews. They're, they might hire him. They might hire him to be an offensive coordinator. You cannot just blame Luke Getze and then cry about it and say Justin Fields got a raw deal. You can't do it. And these numbers are damning in terms of Fields. 
1-3 and three in field starts against playoff teams, 0-5 in road starts against playoff teams the entire season. 4-3 and three when field started in the last seven games. Not good enough when you're playing easy teams to beat. Sorry. I'm not saying that this is a Caleb Williams fluff piece and that they have to keep Caleb Williams. That's not even what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this, though. You cannot sit here and tell me with a straight face that Fields is definitely the guy and that he's proven enough to be that. This guy's still never thrown for 3,000 yards. Talk to me when he throws for 3,000 yards. Then talk to me again when he gets to 4,000. We don't have 10 years to determine whether or not he's ever going to get there. I'm sorry. We just don't. The Bears have the number one overall pick. They have a decision to make, whether you like it or not. If they didn't have the number one overall pick, it'd be a whole different story. I'd rather them keep Fields than pick a quarterback in the second round, bring him in, and then try to see and, and compete and develop. But when you have literally the top pick, and you could take the most talented prospect out there, I don't blame anybody for going that route instead of sticking with fields, trading for picks, and hoping that it works out and rolling the dice. Because, frankly, you are. And that if it does work out, you got to pay him a big, fat salary, big, fat contract for what? See? Just doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. And... Now I have more ammo. I don't, I, don't mean, I don't even want to have more ammo. I don't want to have more ammo to critique these field supporters. I really don't. It's not what I, I don't sit around all day just looking around trying to find more ammo on it. I, I have other things to do with my time. But now I have more. Never thrown for 3,000 yards in a season. Worst passer rating in the fourth quarter in the NFL. Near the top of the NFL and sacks. And lost yards near the top of the NFL and turnovers since his debut. And now, this past season, 1-3 when he started against playoff teams. 0-5 on the road against playoff teams all year in games that he started. The case against Justin Fields just gets worse and worse and worse. And yet, we still got people out there defending him, defending him till they die. We still got people out there defending him till they die. Wow. Right? Respected people. People claim they know what's going on. And I'm not saying that I'm an expert either, but I mean, how do you discount these numbers? And then on top of it, if you want to try and go to the argument of blaming the offensive coordinator, well, then why is the offensive coordinator getting interviews left and right? So now you can't even use that. So what do you have left? Somebody tell me, what do you have left? How do you continue to justify Keeping Justin Fields, because now your last kind of shred of evidence isn't working. Luke Getzey's getting interviewed by three different teams. He's going to get an offensive coordinator job. He will be calling plays for a different team next year. So now that won't work. It's not like Matt Nagy, right? Matt Nagy never got hired as a head coach again. Now he's holding Andy Breed's cup of coffee, right? That, that's a different story. No, this is Luke Getzey, the former play caller for the Bears, who's going to make a lateral move, not a demotion, a lateral move to a different opportunity, a different circumstance in which his play calling expertise is valued. So what's that mean about his time here in Chicago? His first ever opportunity calling plays, by the way. It means that the NFL thinks he did a good enough job to stay in a similar position. Crazy, right? Didn't sound that way here in Chicago a couple of months ago, even as early as this past week. That's what's being said about Luke Getze around the league. Meanwhile, the Bears still don't know what they're going to do at quarterback with Justin Fields. 
there's not much left for those who support Justin Fields. And I can't wait till draft day because it's going to be the only, really, it's going to be, this is the only fan base that would do this to where you draft Caleb Williams or you got people crying and, and pissed off that Justin Fields is gone. You're going to be more mad that Fields leaves than happy and elated that somebody's coming in who may do the job for Chicago at quarterback. And I'm not even saying just fans. I'm talking about professionals in the media who are going to do this too, and I know some directly who are going to do this. That's mind-blowing to me. I just ask everybody to put the biases aside and evaluate based on truth. If you evaluate based on truth, you're going to be fine. If you evaluate based on I love Justin Fields and he's where my whole heart goes, then you're going to be disappointed. And on that note, we're going to finish up here on Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us. What a great show here today with Mark Potash. I really appreciate him coming on as well. Big thank you to John Meadows, directing and producing. You can follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are getting closer and closer to 20,000 subscribers. We could use your help. Go to Sports Talk Chicago on YouTube. Hit the subscribe and the like button on there and help us out. Um, and make sure you podcast the show. Podcast at sportstalkchicago.com. Last final thing, too, uh, last final shout-out, all of our great affiliates. We are on for the second week in a row, 98.3 The Life. We're so happy to be on with them. New station, part of the network, as well as our great ones that we've been partnering with for a while. WKAN, 105.5 The Ticket, ACTV, Gen TV, WJOB, and Cities 92.9 Talk FM. All right, well, we'll see you soon. Oh, hands down. Hands down donated. That's right. Thank you, John. See, John John got me. John got me over here. Hands down. Hey, man, thank you for the donation, my friend. Uh, you've been active with me on Twitter. I know you sent me a DM this week. I appreciate the uh, donation here on the YouTube screen. Uh, on the YouTube stream. Okay. Now with that, until next time, so long.